0: Welcome to the Mind, Body, Spirit Podcast, a podcast for leaders who want to renew their minds, the way that they think about day to day circumstances and the world, transform their bodies, the way that they experience life and interface with the world and all it has to offer so that they can live up to the Creator's design and live a fulfilling lifestyle. Welcome to another episode of the Mind, Body, Spirit Podcast. Coach Jordan here with a new friend of mine, Jimmy. And so Jimmy is a professional musician, he's an artist, he's a DJ, travels the world, um, inspiring people with his music. He is also just one of the nicest, most genuine guys that I, I have ever met as well. And we're connected just through social media, through some mutual friends. We got to talk and he's a great guy and I'm excited to pick his brain a little bit and to introduce him to you guys. And as well as just, he's a very fit guy as well. And health is something that is a big part of his lifestyle. And of course, that's something that I definitely want to learn more about. I want to share with all of you guys listening to this podcast today. So Jimmy, um, I just tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into music, and, and why fitness is such a big part of your life.
1: Uh, yeah, well, first, Jordan, it's a pleasure to be with you here today. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity. You're an awesome guy yourself, and I'm excited about what you're doing for your community with the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, I, uh, I grew up um, San Diego, California, moved all over the place, grew up in a uh, military family, uh, grew up as an athlete, um, basically, you know, played baseball, football, basketball, ice hockey, kind of everything growing up. Um, Going into college, I tried to walk on the baseball team at the Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. I got cut from the baseball team my freshman year. Within a month or so, I found out about dance music via my roommate who was always watching like music festivals on YouTube. Um, Basically, I had to get obsessed about something new. I was an athlete my whole life. I need to form some sort of new identity, right? So um, I got super into dance music, got obsessed with it bought my own DJ controller, some mixing and producing software, you know, while being a physics major at the Naval Academy, you know, taught myself music, taught myself how to DJ was building up a brand, um, for three years while at the Academy. Um, and it just kind of naturally progressed and builded or built from there, um, played, you know, small venues, opening slots, then started, you know, touring across the U S now, um, you know, five, six years later, Um, I've performed in 70 different cities, eight different countries, met a lot of awesome people along the way. And fitness has been a catalyst to my entire career and self-development with my creative side, because I, I think the two coincide Jordan, like when, when you get a good workout in, you're going to optimize that blood flow. So right before a show or right before, um, a creative session or a writing session or making a mix or working on a remix. I really try and hit a workout an hour and a half or so right before my most important task of the day. So I'm feeling sharp, but um, yeah, that's kind of like my background and a a brief insight as to why I find fitness so important to what I do.
0: That's awesome, brother. I appreciate you for kind of just sharing immediately what like your strategy for, you know, create like for creation and what you do as an artist and how fitness is a part of that. That's so cool. I think a lot of times, so we hear, I'll hear excuses as a coach from different clients or people who are you know, thinking about wanting to get fit, that you know they're too busy to work out, and it sounds like, I mean, you're definitely busy. Do your travel in the world. You're you know creator, and you've kind of placed a workout in front of your most important tasks as a preparation for it, to amplify it, to allow you to yeah. come in with that focus and to be the best version of yourself in that which is super cool and it's such a completely different mindset than maybe what the other person might be thinking when like they're trying to reserve energy for their most important task whereas you're like generating energy to go yeah
1: into you task. have to man <laughs> it, it's it they they go right together like anytime you have a good workout energy is up for the rest of the day or at least you know a couple hours before uh, after that
0: yeah. no definitely yeah, there's a lot of physiological changes that happen in your body. And then it's, if you think about it from like old school hunter gatherer days, like after you just got in a fight or worked out or hunted, like your, your heart rate's going to be going, your blood rate, you just, everything is focused. You're in that heightened sense. And so it makes sense that you would take the stage and start leading. I mean, it's just like, it makes sense that you just be in that mode. You
1: know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome, brother. So how did you learn that? Like, was that something that just as an athlete, you kind of just made sense to you? Did was it Was a trial and error? Was it other musicians do this too? Or um, how, how did you come to realize that?
1: Um, I, I Working out in fitness has always kind of been a part of me from being an athlete. And I quickly realized, I mean, um, you know, from the Naval Academy and uh, being required to hit, you know, certain standards for pushups, a mile and a half run, sit-ups in, a, in two minutes, things like that. Um, I don't know, I, I got to a point where I was getting addicted to working out. Like, um, it's just a part of who I am. I wouldn't say there was one instance where I discovered, like, you know, I need to do this and make it, you know, part of my routine. I just kind of always has been, uh, growing up as an athlete. So I think that's definitely, you know, helped me. But as far as part of my like routine before shows or my creative work, um, specifically for when I'm in the studio creating a lot of times, like, okay, you know, maybe you're for, for someone listening, if you're like a entrepreneur, you're working a corporate job or something and you there, there's some creative work you have to do, put, put together a proposal or a paper or a presentation. Um, sometimes it doesn't all come together, right? Like sometimes it might not, you know, you might not finish that project as soon as you like, I might not think of or write a melody that I'm proud of. I might not, you know, put together a remix as quickly as I'd like to. So hitting that workout is like instilling guaranteed momentum in your day. It's nothing else is really dependent on it. Um, if you get the workout done, you, you check off a win for the day. So that, you know, later, later on in the day when other things come along that maybe don't go as planned or as smoothly as you smoothly as you like, you already have that in the back of your head. Like, Hey, I already won a chunk of this day from that workout. So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of alluding to that I work out early in the mornings most days, but yeah. yeah, dude, it's just a part of who I am at this point. It's kind of hard to describe.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. It, it really is an identity shift that um, seems like you made as a young age. I did that too with my own personal story, like started working out pretty young with sports and everything like that and stuck with it. Um, a lot of people though, who maybe weren't th- like put into sports or didn't go to the Naval Academy growing up. Yeah. Like have a completely different mindset around health and fitness. And it's one of those things where, do you think it's something that you have to learn when you're young? Or do you feel like this is just a mindset shift that can be made, um, you know, later on?
1: I think it's something that any age you can, you can develop this mindset and it's all about having a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. Um, I'll, I'll kind of allude it to, for example, like, you starting this podcast, you know, a year ago, you weren't a podcaster, but you're putting together the skills, you're preparing for it. You're, you're making sure that you're doing it. So as this podcast develops and you put out more episodes, you're kind of building that identity as a podcaster, right? It's the same with anybody like you weren't a podcaster at age 10 or 15 or 20. Like, uh, like even though fitness has been part of your life, like for other people, fitness hasn't been part of your life that, um, you know, your whole life. Think of other things that you picked up along the way. Maybe you're really good at programming or, um, you know, writing code or something. Did you come out of the womb learning how to write code? No. Like at, at some point you went to school and you learned that. So it's the same thing with working out. You, you build a routine, you learn the movements, you learn the exercises, you learn about nutrition from Jordan or, you know, who you're working with. And yeah, I think it can be learned at any time. Uh, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, anytime. It doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, I read on Twitter today, Jordan, um, this guy I follow, he said he he was out surfing this morning, and he, the guy next to him was a six-year-old guy, um, and it was the first time he ever uh, caught a wave in his life. That's age 60. So, yeah, I think anything in life, you can get into it and learn a skill at any time.
0: Yeah, if a six-year-old can learn how to surf, then you know, you can learn how to lift weights. It doesn't really matter how old you are. 100%. And I think you're a good testament of that with your own story of, you know, being an athlete and having that be your identity to now you're a professional musician. And that is now more of the way, like when I met you, like, I didn't necessarily see like old, like athlete baseball player. I yeah. just saw like DJ man. <laughs> yeah. um, and then as I get to know you and hear more, like, of course, there's more layers to everything, but it's just cool that you had that own identity shift and you made it you made it a little bit later like after high school right or after college actually right because during
1: during and after college yeah
0: yeah so i mean that just goes to show right there that you can have that identity shift um and it's not just something that you're born with not just something that you have to learn when you're young from your childhood and honestly like you know so so much so often we'll see that health and fitness does run in families like patterns of nutrition patterns of how active you are, what you do for fun and what you do for, you know, as childhood memories does run in families. And if someone right now is, you know, I, I think I love a really resonated with what you said, but if someone right now is not, um, doesn't have that, right. They can build it. And that's oh, totally very cool. So does, do you feel like, I think I actually, when it comes to maintaining your health and fitness and having that identity, why is it so easy for you to, to just prioritize like that.
1: Yeah. Um, basically Jordan's just because it's, it's a habit. It's part of who I am. Like it's part of my identity. And I know that when I get that run in, I get that lift in, it's going to help and propel everything else in my day. I'm going to be in a better mood. I'm going to treat people better. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to feel anxious. I'm not going to, um, you know, be short with people. Like I notice, I'm, I'm always friendlier after a workout, higher energy. I'm able to concentrate on my music, able to dig into a book and learn something new way easier. Um, basically, uh, just like planning out my week, writing out my workouts, typically a week ahead of time on Fridays, I'll write out my workout for Saturday through that following Friday. And it's just a rolling machine at this point.
0: That's awesome, man. So uh, very much like I think you've already addressed this. It, it adds to your, not just your career, but it adds to your lifestyle. Your who you like everything that you do. It kind of seems like it is part of that engine and like you use the word momentum and starting your day off with it early in the morning. It, it drives and you have, you have a lot of energy. Like, you know, people can hear it listening on this podcast and I'm like, I'm sure we can see it too. I've seen like little clips of you on stage, but yeah. I mean, you've got lots of energy and it makes sense that you're just building that throughout the week, it's building that in the mornings with your workouts. And it's cool that you do little workouts here and there before creative sessions or plan that around so that you are generating that energy. I think it's too often people think of energy as a finite resource, whereas obviously you don't. It's something that you can generate and build, which is really cool.
1: Totally, totally, couldn't agree more.
0: So what is the best or worst part about being a professional DJ? you know, traveling the world, traveling the country. And yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Like what, what do you love the most and what is a challenge if there are any?
1: Um, My favorite part, Jordan, is getting to travel on a consistent basis, meeting people all over the world, learning from different cultures, learning about myself in the process. And um, it, it's, it's amazing. I, I love getting to perform. That's my ultimate passion. I love getting to make music and, create and craft and orchestrate unique shows that people haven't seen before. It's something that, you know, I I take it as my duty to bring a great show because, Hey, people are spending money on their weekend to go have fun. And it's on me to make sure they have a good time. Uh, I would say the toughest part would be, um, when the touring schedule is really heavy and I have multiple shows during the same week. And, uh, you know, the show goes late, I pl- I'm finishing up at 2 a.m. and my manager Dave and I, you know, we have a flight the next morning at 6 or 7.30. Sometimes it's like, hey, go off stage, go to the hotel, shower, straight to the airport. Sometimes it's been straight from the, straight from the nightclub to the airport, so um, sometimes the sleep can get tough, I'll be totally honest, like, it's just p- not part of the schedule. But thankfully, I can fall asleep on command anywhere <laughs> so if I, to, if I have to catch a two-hour nap at the airport or sleep on a, a long flight i can so yeah i would say the best part getting to meet different people all over the world getting to perform cr- craft a, a unique experience and then the uh quick turnarounds from touring uh takes its toll sometimes
0: yeah so i mean sleep is huge sleep is super important um Do you feel like the sleeping on command thing, is that something just because you're just so tired after going, 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 going on those trips that you can just sleep whenever you want? Or is that just, like, is there something, like, have you trained yourself to be able to sleep anywhere at any time?
1: Um, I think it is. I think it's exhaustion. Um, Now, something I, I will say this: sometimes it's hard after a show, Jordan, to wind down and be able to fall asleep. But I'm really thankful this year. I don't know if we want to even get into this. I really got, you know, due to COVID, things slowing down, having a, a whole different lifestyle, got really into meditation in the last year. I'll definitely be meditating and practicing some calming uh, practices before going to sleep after shows. But, yeah, it's not really a skill being able to fall asleep anywhere. Um, I guess it is. I don't, need, I don't know how you could really teach it. But um, I know some people have a hard time falling asleep on flights. But, yeah, I just grab a window seat, and I'm usually asleep before the plane takes off. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I, I can relate with that a little bit. When I was in college, I was burning the candle on all ends. Right. And mm-hmm. I could, same thing. I would sleep like in the library for half an hour before my next class and whatever. And so when you're going a lot, when you're exhausted, especially when you're spending a lot of energy, um, you're, you're going to be able to sleep whenever, whenever, cause you, you need to sleep. And that is cool though, that you brought up the meditation and definitely there's been a shift cause you're not traveling really much right now at all. Um, it comes to, you know, with COVID and everything, I think everyone's lives has changed a lot. How has that, like, how, what have you been able to, I know you've been reading a lot. You said you started meditation, but how has that really changed how you as an artist and and a DJ, like, what has this year been for you?
1: It's really weird how COVID happened literally right at the same time that I was rebranding. Um, when I think at the time that we met, I was going by a different name a different DJ name. I recently rebranded to Rose Drive. So, um, you know, I I have a podcast, The Art of You, and I've really wanted to try and build out more of an impact and share some different things about my habits, my routines, and who I am as a person with my community and kind of shift from an individual brand as like a performer, musician, to building a community around Rose Drive. And this last year has really allowed me to kind of understand that it's funny enough, not performed um, a show since this uh, name change. So it's been all about building the community the the last year and just working on music. But yeah, man, I'm really thankful for this time. It's allowed me to slow down and really understand like what impact I want to bring on my community and different creative ways to like share as much of me as possible to be as transparent with my followers and my fans and show all sides of me because, you know, most people think, um, you know, like you said, like there's different layers to me. Um, and you kind of learned through following me over like the last year or over a few months. Like I'm not just a DJ who wants to party at nightclubs on the weekends. Um, I'm really passionate about self-development, self-understanding. Um, I'm a spiritual person, love working out, love running, hitting the weights and everything. So I want to, be able to share these like habits and tactics with everybody and be able to bring people on my podcast to tell their story and also kind of illustrate like everybody's journey is unique and different. Like there's no blueprint for any success. Sometimes you don't figure out what you really want to do in life right away. I mean, I went to the Naval Academy and then ended up being a DJ and producer that tours all over the place. Like that's not a normal transition. So (laughs) I want to show people like, Hey, you don't have to have it figured out necessarily right away it's okay to change things up but yeah that's the long answer to kind of this total shift of lifestyles in the last year
0: yeah that's awesome man and honestly i think you you brought up the stereotype that i think most people think of when they hear like oh professional dj <clears throat> think of someone who parties drinks you know mm-hmm. and is just part of that culture yeah um and i mean you are, are I feel like the antithesis, like the opposite of, of that. But you do go out late. I mean, you are you're playing the music. You're an artist, but yeah. it doesn't have to go hand in hand with, um, you know, binge drinking and, you know, not taking care of your body. Like it's, and I think so many people have like these this block of just this is what this is, this is what that is, right? And you're very much like, no, I'm able to do this and have a healthy lifestyle and take care of my body, which is super cool and motivating.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I do like to, you know, have a good time and be social with the people that I meet in person, because, you know, a lot of these people that I go meet, I only see them once or twice a year. So I want to, you know, if they want to take a shot together before I go on stage, I'll do that. But I obviously I, I can't and I won't overdo it because I need to feel good the next day for the next show. So I can work out it's all about momentum if you if you're hung over you're not going to be you know at optimal performance for the next day you're not gonna be able to get that workout in to feed that machine like we've been talking about um but yeah i mean i, I am human I, I will i will indulge and have a good time with the people that i'm with but it's important to have that balance and um you know ha- have some sort of boundary to keep you where you need to be i'll say that
0: <laughs> oh yeah I, I agree with that. And it's funny is that like, I have the opposite stereotype as a coach. Everyone thinks that like, oh, as a coach, you must only eat organic food and like go yeah. to bed at eight. And I'm like, I'm human too, <laughs> you
1: know? Uh, yeah, for sure.
0: And it's funny. It's like, so it just goes to show like, hey, you can you can go out, stay out late and listen to rave music and DJ and all of this stuff and take a shot before going on stage and still have a healthy body and lifestyle it like it doesn't cross out you know, it doesn't make it impossible they can work together you know their
1: yeah, I, yeah it's like um i don't know it's hard to, it's hard to describe man i mean i feel like in any i i know that you you read a lot and any it just seems to like any successful person that is crushing it in any industry like fitness is a part of the equation it just it, it's something that there, it's always part of their routine it's part of something that they measure and track so yeah man
0: <laughs> yeah and it's it's funny is like I think we read a lot of the same books um, and there's a lot of these you know super successful wealthy like pioneers of different industries that yeah it's always part of their routine is working out
1: mm-hmm. totally and,
0: man and something that's like a non-negotiable it's just what they do and meditation is also another one of those things where a lot of people subscribe to as well who are very successful. Yeah. And it, it's funny when, you know, I'll, I'll get tons of excuses all the time as a coach. It's just like, oh, I don't have time to work out because I'm busy trying to make money or I, I have a, you know, this XYZ career and a family and all of that. And it's like, cool, you know, I own a business. I take care of my body. I have a wife, like, and I get it. And there's people who do way more than me, way more than them. It, it, like there's always someone, Doing way more and but those people that are usually very successful doing way more nine times out of 10 they're working out they're taking time to meditate they're doing all these things to take care of their body and their their mental spiritual health which is something that i think a lot of people just overlook
1: yeah i my my quick message jordan for would be for, you know for anybody that says they don't have time to work out or to meditate or whatnot well you know write out like take a piece of paper and write out what are, what are like my needle shifting activities that align with what my goals are for fitness or my business or whatever? And what are the things I do on a daily or weekly basis that aren't? And maybe, I know it's easy for me because I don't, you know, dig into Netflix series too much, but Hey, like there's, (laughs) there's, there's always a hole to pull something out to make time for that workout. And a lot of times it's just end up getting up before everybody else in the house and making sure you can get it done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want st- to, I want to step on your toes of like uh, coach Jordan, but um, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of, <laughs> I no, kind of no, stop myself. I,
0: I know when it, so there's something that you, you mentioned, there's habits, these, these things that, you know, basically that are like, let's say standing stones like in your, in your life when it comes to these habits that you've put in place. I would love for you to share some of them if you have, you know, like what are like three, four, five things that you just do on a regular basis that keep you in the right frame of mind and prioritize your health and your your body and what you do for your your career.
1: Yeah, um, I would say, um, you know, a lot of people kind of joke about like all these internet gurus, like the morning routine like place out your mat and do this and chant like these things and do it in this order. But people kind of make fun of that, but this stuff works. So um, in the last year um, I would say the two main staples that I've really brought in aside from working out um, have been affirmations and uh, meditation. So first thing in the morning, I'll hit affirmations, write them out. I write out 24 of them on a legal pad every day. And um, it's almost you know, some people can look at it as like a form of prayer or some sort of connection to like the universe and just kind of putting out what you want. Um, some people like to write out goals. I think, you know, all that's good. But for me, affirmations have just instilled, you know, who, who am I trying to become and making sure that I'm just repetition again and again in my mind, um, hit, you know, hit a workout right after the affirmations And, uh, I typically, you know, meditate, uh, do a guided meditation for 20 minutes after the workout. And yeah, like I, I try to, um, identify what times of the week, um, am I not productive and use those as like planning sessions. So I would typically find like Fridays or Saturday afternoons. I'm not as productive because I'm, you know, maybe I don't have phone calls or meetings or scheduled podcasts or whatever. So I'll be like, okay, If I already know I'm typically not, my energy levels are are lower, or I'm not productive in these times, that's when I set aside an hour or two hours to just plan for the next week. So I would say the three habits that I've really instilled in the last year, affirmations, meditation, and picking those times during the week where I know I'm not as productive and using them as times to plan ahead for that following week.
0: That's awesome, man. So yeah, affirmations is something that I do recommend with my clients as well, and a lot of them look at me like I'm like I'm a, just a weirdo yeah. when, I, when I mention it. But they it when you look at the psychology um, and the science behind it. And sure, yes, like I I believe in God. There's a spiritual connection in there. But even when you just look at the science of it, and oh, yeah. the amount of thoughts that go through your brain on a regular basis. And how a lot of people I think just take their thoughts for what they are and they feel like they don't have any control over those thoughts and what they think. It's just part of who they are. But the reality is that through affirmations, you can affirm where your focus goes and the thoughts that you're actually thinking throughout the day. And if they're the thoughts that are serving you and building you into the man that you wanna be in the future, then you're going to be way better off. So it's, you know, some people might think it's like a weird kind of thing. But it's like, even from a scientific standpoint, like you can look at the psychology behind it and just be like, no, it's whatever you hear on a regular basis, whatever you say about yourself on a regular basis, that's what you're going to think about. That's what you're going to believe. And so it's going to happen. So it's, you know, affirmations, I definitely stand behind. Those are really cool. They do work. And I love that you threw the workouts in there, of course. Meditation, that's something that I've been putting in new as well. The sense quarantine and all of that stuff. And it's something that honestly, it's, I think it goes hand to hand with being able to know what thoughts are going through your brain. And I, I find, I don't know if you find, but setting aside time to think, like 20 minutes or 10, 15 minutes, set aside that time just to think and understand what's going on in your mindscape. Yes. That later on in the day, you're not running, your brain's not running wild. Like you can actually have clear thoughts, which obviously probably serves you as, a, as an artist, being able to create, you know, and have those clear thoughts, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. Meditation and affirmations. I think it's one of those things you have to just experience and do yourself. Like I have a good friend who's telling me to do, to meditate for years. Like it was part of his schedule. He loved it. Really successful real estate in, uh, investor. And I was just like writing it off. Like, nah, dude, like that's not for me. <laughs> that Like, I don't get, I don't get what that is. That just sounds weird. But I started doing it myself and it's changed. It, I'll just go and say it's changed my life. Like it's, it's huge. So for someone listening right now, you're probably like, ah, oh, that's not for me, but I don't know. You'll find it at the right time when you're ready. I'll just say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then that those two things might be a little more woo woo for people or spiritual or just out yeah. there. But then there's a very common one that I think a lot of people overlook still and don't want to do is planning. Uh, yeah. And you say that you, you purposely pick out times where you're like, all right, you know, Um, I'm not using this time very like wisely right now and use that time for planning and to be able to plan out the next day, the next week, which is what is the advantage that you feel when you're planning out your weeks versus when you just go into a week blind?
1: Um, it, it it creates momentum. So like everybody I think has those, like they're, they're kind of like transition or liminal moments in their day where let's say, you know, in the morning you hit a workout and you have some time. Um, you know, between work, like before you have to go to work or something, well, if you already have planned, like, Hey, I'm going to read Jack Canfield for 30 minutes instead of wondering like, Oh, should I do this? Or should I do laundry before I go to work or whatever you already have this built in momentum throughout your day. So I, one, I think it it eliminates those, those transition or liminal moments. Like what do I do in, in these little 20, 30 minute blocks? And then it kind of becomes like a built-in to-do list. Like if you have something in a planner or whatever your schedule is, however you do it. And you say, Hey, I want to call this person. I have a meeting here. I want to meal prep, whatever it is. And let's say you don't do it at least it's still written there. Like if you write it down, there's way more chance that it's actually going to happen. Sometimes it doesn't happen right. When you want to, things happen and things don't always go according to plan. But if it's written down and you're reviewing your schedule, like, Oh man, like I forgot to call this person or, Oh, I forgot to like prepare this project, whatever it is. Yeah. It's just, uh, it it keeps everything rolling. That momentum's everything. Like, um, that's why I think it's so important to have a good morning, uh, routine. Just you're, you're kind of like training yourself to get stuff done early in the day and it just carries through the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. And I think even being able to realize the things that maybe you didn't do and then you can re- reschedule those things, right? Where a lot yeah. of times if you don't have the clarity, then you just, they could fall off your plate completely. And then important things can go undone. Um, and then just, I like that you pointed out, there's less thinking, what should I do at this time? If you've already have a plan of what you should do at that time, there's no, well, I want to do this, well, I want to do that and wasted time and, and trying to make a decision. It's just, hey, it's there. This is what I already decided you know, on the weekend or whenever you do your scheduling um, yeah. to do today at this time so you do it and so it cuts it like allows you to use your time way more like pretty much multiple it's a time multiplier that you know that's it absolutely of planning
1: 100 yeah. percent.
0: that's awesome jimmy so i mean i feel like you've given out a lot of different just tips skills and habits that people can put in place that are just awesome that will honestly if someone's not scheduling right now or planning someone's not meditating or doing affirmations or they're not getting other workouts. in. if they were to put those four habits or even just one or two of them right at a time, it would completely change their lives. Just like, I think you said you put in affirmations and it's completely changed your life. So I appreciate you for sharing those.
1: Yeah. And I'll even say one more thing about affirmations. For example, two of my affirmations are one, I have no fear in me. And another one is I am a great friend. So in a way that's like a mental checklist one, am I, I am a great friend. Then like every morning when I read that, am I being a good friend? Am I, it, are my actions actually following up with this? And maybe that'll be a reminder to schedule a phone call with a friend I haven't chatted with for a while. And then ha, like writing, I have no fear in me for the last 300 something days. I I don't have it like fear in me. I don't, I don't have random things popping in my head. It's just gone. It's hard to describe, but yeah. I, I just wanted to add those two things about affirmations. They, they, they work, man. That's awesome, brother.
0: No, I appreciate you for going in, like giving those examples of what affirmations can look like. I think a lot of times people are just like, like they don't even know where to start with affirmations. Yeah. And it's honestly, they're not, they're not hard. They're not like, it doesn't have to be over complicated or complex. Right. It could be something no. as simple as I have no fear. Yeah. Or, I'm a good friend. Um, no, I'm a good husband, whatever that is. I'm a good wife. Um. You know and or I live in a fit body, and the more you say it, the more you believe it, the more you think those things that reinforce that, and then it comes true. Whereas totally. currently, in your mindscape, you know, I think well, I can't remember the specific numbers, but there's like 80,000 thoughts that go through your mind in a day, and like 60% of them for most people are negative. Yeah this is a way of inceptionizing yourself so where you can have some positive thoughts going in there.
1: Totally. Is, it's, it's huge.
0: Yeah, it's a game changer. So Jimmy, I mean, thank you so much for all of the just being real sharing yourself and the community that you like the vision that you have to build. How do people become part of Rose Drive and that community that you're building and connect with you on, you know, online.
1: Um, well, uh, yeah, Rose Drive, um, R-O-S-E-D-R-I-I-V-E, two I's, Rose Drive. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. My podcast is The Art of You Podcast. And I'm, my music's on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Rose Drive. Um, any of the workouts that Jordan might be writing out for you, um, my mixes on SoundCloud are perfect for your workouts, so check those out. And, yeah, that, um, any of those places, you can hit me up there. Uh, shoot me a dm let me know what you're working on and i'm you know happy to be an asset uh to help you out for your goals so yeah jordan thanks for having me man
0: yeah dude thanks for being on and what's funny is that half the workouts i write i'm actually listening to your music on sound on um, spotify
1: <laughs> or soundcloud
0: amazing as I write them. i've been getting really into it i love <laughs> um i used to study listening to like edm and stuff like that and Back in college, so now it's every once in a while I'll go back to that, and I'm like, well, I might as well listen to to Rose Drive, listen to some yeah. Jimmy stuff. Love it.
1: Awesome. So, <laughs> all
0: right, brother. So to end out the podcast, I'm going to do with all my guests is the Mind Body Spirit podcast. So those those three aspects, right? So we're going to do the sign off, which is mind, and you point to your head. Okay. Body, you flex your biceps, and spirit, put your hands together. Yeah. Uh, we'll do it. count of three together and then we'll end it up. So awesome.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, brother, ready? One, two, three. Mind. Mind. Body. body,
1: And spirit. Spirit. Nice. I like that. thanks, (laughs) Jimmy.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mind Body Spirit Podcast. If you found some value today in my conversation with my friend and professional DJ, Jimmy Rose Drive, then please go ahead and share this episode out on your social media platforms, your Facebook, Twitter, Instagrams, wherever it is that you're most active, and tag three to five friends so that they can get access to this episode and this conversation as well. Cause chances are that if you found value in this conversation, then so will they. Also, if you're a fan of the podcast, then please go ahead and leave an honest five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is that you listen. And that way we can rank higher on the algorithms. That way more people can get access to this podcast. Thank you and God bless.